What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your weekly movie podcast for movies that have been rebooted, remade, sequelized, and are otherwise unoriginal, have a number after it, or a colon and a subtitle, something indicating that it's not new and part of an existing IP. As always, I'm your host, Blake Schultz, and with me is my other host, Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. And this week, we are getting right into the Forever Purge, the fifth in the series of Purge movies, the franchise that likes to remind us that maybe things would be awesome if we could do crime once a year and then slowly goes on to prove why it wouldn't work. (laughs) Something that no one has questioned whenever they see the movies. Yeah. The core concept, no one has ever gone, maybe this would work. Probably not. (laughs) The fifth one, we have two seasons of a television show, five feature-length movies. For those who don't know, we're going to talk a little bit about this movie. We're going to get into why we keep churning these out and what else there is to be done with them. So to start it off, Terrence, what did you think of uh, The Forever Purge? The Forever Purge. Um, So it's funny. I I typically like this series as a whole. Um, And it's been fun because pretty much from election year and the first purge uh, and then this one, they've all had sort of like this is the viewpoint. This is the black one. This is the Hispanic one. This is the one about politics. Like, and they've all sort of kept the layer of it going throughout throughout it. But that was sort of their viewpoint, and I dug them. Um, and you always have sort of that guilty pleasure, sort of like the Saw films, where you're like, "Hey, what if we could just have a whole night where we just went ape shit?" Um, and then this film, I, I haven't seen the series, so I don't know if they deal with it there. But this film was sort of the first time that they actually show the aftermath of one of those days where you're kind of looking at the like corpses that are just laying on the ground like oh yeah we have to have a cleanup team that comes in <laughs> dismisses of all of this oh that's a pretty cool thing to see but it also bugs the question of what just we've seen how this world goes and we've seen how people act in this world that if you open up the valve it's going to be very hard to close that valve when everyone's pushing through it so all of a sudden you're like yeah we're not done killing people or doing all this stuff and that's sort of what this film deals with and I was like, oh that's a that's a cool concept and a cool way to sort of keep going and, and twist this. It does that though with the guys of this being the, like I said earlier, this is the Hispanic one, and we are super hit you over the head, heavy-handed a lot of times with a lot of the messaging that I feel the people who are going to see this movie already are aware of. And so unless you're giving me another message or you're doing something slightly different with the messaging or or the end goal of it. You don't need to be this this heavy-handed because the audience you're watching is already in and already agrees with all the things you're saying. So you're preaching to an audience that is already in agreement. So that's where this gets a little weird, where it's like, eh, I like this. This is fine. This is a good installment. And I and I I actually did enjoy this movie, but I left there like I I don't know who exactly it is you're trying to talk to, because we're already we're already in agreement, lock and step. Yeah, that was sort of the interesting thing, I think, as the movies continue thematically, especially this one does so much of the America keeps making mistakes and it's at this boiling point and it's so divided and everything's so tense. And I, I know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And it's, um, it's interesting now seeing movies that are reminding me of this and not really positioning solutions yeah not positing anything yeah i feel like we used to have movies especially in the horror genre 
that dealt with like socioeconomic political issues as far back as Night of the Living Dead, Alien. But they posited these problems and then a solution to their thesis. Mm-hmm. You had something like even the Saw movies, which would go, well, those who do not want life don't appreciate life and shouldn't they? Da, 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 da. But then they kind of were like, well, actually, this is a broken philosophy and people should actually be given the chance at redemption therefore that's what this is going to explore and we're going to make the villain the person who doesn't understand that and is just a killer when you go back to technophobic movies they would often posit whether or not we needed this technology and the dependency we have on it but we're afraid of some of that technology however we need it to survive, but it's taking over. When you look at things like even the first Terminator movie that dealt with that, and I feel like now I, I don't think we have those answers anymore because we're dealing with things that have existed for so long that most people know are bad. Right. And therefore, when you get into this movie, they're like, here's a lot of racist people. And they're we don't want any mistakes. We don't want people on Twitter being like, well, maybe the guy in El Paso wasn't that. He blames it, like he says it, he's a racist. <laughs> right. So we, we now need to make them worse than they've ever been. But I kind of just sat there being like, yeah, I know. And yeah, I know that if we gave people this ability, they would abuse it. So, and, and, you know, the, the concept, I guess before I get into all of that, I should talk about the actual movie itself. The movie... I did like it, despite some like heavy-handed dialogue, but I thought all the characters were interesting. I sort of liked the dichotomy of having to flee to Mexico and having this weird ticking clock of oh, the borders to Canada and Mexico Three are hours. open for yeah. a while. Yeah, uh, hurry up! Like their <laughs> concert tickets or San Diego yeah. Comic Con exclusives, like and sold out. <laughs> yeah, like we're done. It's over. Uh, I, you know. I'm amazed it took it this long for there to be a group of people that were like, but the purge forever. Right. That seems like there would have been a group doing this immediately. Immediately. <laughs> right. And maybe there was, because they they build up and it makes me wish, I guess the first purge, and by the first purge, I of course mean the fourth purge. Right. Dealt with the new founding fathers in a way that was more contextual than the first one that just mm-hmm. kind of aloofly was like there's new people running america we're reborn yeah. there's no more crime because we do the purge hallelujah <laughs> and then we find out that it was a conspiracy left to their own devices people will not go out and kill mm-hmm. so they had to send their little paramilitary group to start killing people and now this has grown into something that has overthrown that government and and done it right and it makes me wish we had a like a I don't know if I want it or not, because I feel like if we put a face on the NFFA, it's gonna get like real Trumpian right away. Right to say it's gonna immediately go the way that yeah, it will go that way quickly. And there's and a it, lot of that here. Uh even in this film, they don't put Trump on there, but they basically give the forever the forever purgers the the semblance or the resemblance of a lot of people that are uh, followers of that belief. So I, I like the idea that the nation has created something that has now dethroned it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's a wildfire and we can't put it out. I kind of liked how we dealt with some of the, 
some of the racial themes were really interesting when it really dealt with the idea of like immigration and the American dream. And I liked that. And I feel like when movies deal with this concept of the American dream, it's interesting, but like there was some cool Michael Bay action. There was some small Jason Blum, like horror moments. Yeah. I liked kind of the world. It felt very hot. I felt like they did a good job of making El Paso, making Texas. Making it feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Ready. And yeah. Yeah. The ranch stuff was really good. I liked all the characterizations of it, but I felt like we'd lost some of the philosophical interesting points and instead it just boiled it down to like to race in a, in a way that was less interesting than we've done before in this franchise because i i like i think we as a nation need to deal with race more often but i, I sort agree. of sat there being like yes and what's crazy is that this there had moments where i was like where it wasn't as heavy-handed and they were handling it well like when the father is speaking to uh the main um hispanic gentleman in the barn and he's giving them all their little packages and the way that he's like your son your son doesn't like me not because i i, I bucked the horse but because he's racist and that just has that combo he's like yeah maybe i did maybe i raised him incorrectly or maybe i didn't tell him all the things that was good when he is on his 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 deathbed or about to be uh killed he pontificates a good monologue and i'm like all right guys it's, 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 this is too much or when the guy uh he just describes racism and he's like, look, I, I don't hate you because you're different from me. I just think we should all stay in our own countries. I just want you in that no, corner. And that's I racism. <laughs> you've described racism while attempting to not be racist. <laughs> but it's it. Like the, the most interesting part of the movie like, is the end. Everything else is pretty by the numbers purgy like you yeah. have the the super awful evil people running around we're back in masks we're driving around armored tanks like mad max style in this bit we we try <laughs> like i even really liked when we got back to some of the classes stuff and we had the cowboy go back and do his you're rich and now you have nothing and you're gonna know what it's like to be me and he's like you're just part of the system man the yeah. real rich assholes are telling you to go purge and you're going out and purging. It's great. So what does that make you? And I was like, yeah. this is what we should be back in the home invasion house doing this. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I think that's why I like the first purge so much. And I like the first purge more than I do this film. Cause it was very, the, the number one purge, number one, not the, black the purge. first purge, the first purge. No, I really like the first purge because it is, while it is world building, it ends up being in that tenement building. That's where yeah. the whole thing basically ends and begins is there. So I like it when this gets smaller because it tells about whatever the world that we are actually living in. When it gets, this movie almost gets, it's borderline too big where I'm like, okay, all oh, right, now no, this no. is becoming. This is huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the equivalent of the purge going to space. We have yeah. now gotten so big that I don't know where else to go. Correct. I'm like, I don't know how you would continue this because you have basically refugees in Canada and in Mexico and in the world are just like everyone shooting everyone. <laughs> it's bedlam. Well, so and that's like we're now if if the purge movies continue, which I'm sure they will. Yeah. Are we either going to stay in like Mad Max America? Right. Is it about to just become the Far Cry franchise? 
that's what I'm thinking. I was like, this this becomes Mad Max or like Planet of the Apes, where like, look, there are very few factions left here, and it's with, split. Or like these these states are where you can go; these states you can't. I was like, oh, this is about to just be nuts. Which, if you do get global that way, and the rest of the world is normal, I would like to see that. It would be interesting to watch because in every post-apocalyptic story we have, the world is post-apocalyptic. Right. But I think about like Logan, where. It feels post-apocalyptic, but it's not. But there are still lived-in areas, right? I was like, the people are still living here. I decide the American dreamers that they call them, this just so on the nose. What's this to movie, become of these dreamers? Saying, they said dreamers like 25 times in the last like offset and, radio thing. And, then and that's like, the let's, only time they say it. It's, ever, it's never mentioned before. And then they're like, cool, now let's get a nice wide shot of the Mexican flag. I'm like, guys, stop. Well, yeah, the, the movie, you know, they talk about the American dream when they're in the, like, lockdown safety zone. And the idea that America is everything. It's Italy, it's Mexico, it's France, it's Germany, it's the melting pot, and we can take all the good from everything and we can build. And, you know, what it was, in theory, founded on. What you're kind of taught in history is it's the great melting pot and everybody right. gets to flourish, we know that that's not the case with everybody. Yeah. We know that there are two Americas, probably more than two Americas. But it's very interesting then to have them go to Mexico and so quickly label both the people migrating out of the country and the people who are staying and like fighting against the purgers right. as dreamers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so are we now positing are we like back to like the 1950s American dream? And, but instead of like a cold war, it's a civil war in the, in what's going to happen. Like, is the next one going to be this like super propaganda machine about what America could be or used to be or is correct. And it's also interesting. I mean, look, the film was over, so it's, it's hard to sort of posit any more type of things, but do, do Adela and Juan get treated differently or looked at differently because they did, leave and then had to come back here to look for refuge like are they going to be sort of outliers now like that's an interesting thing to posit we just didn't i mean it was already we're done by that point well that 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 was almost the biggest disappointing part of the movie to me similarly to the original purge movie we spent like 30 minutes just explaining this world that you know now we know the world right And once we really got to like, these borders are open, the NFFA is against these people. We're sending out the military. El Paso has fallen. Miami has fallen. I was like, well, there's five minutes left, man. This (laughs) is the cool stuff. (laughs) Yeah. This is the forever purge. Yeah. I want to see some wild stuff. When they blew up the army military updates, I was like, oh, that's what I want to see. Like, that's the movie right there. Their Um, last stand in the desert when they're sniping arrows was great. It was fantastic. But I had to spend 45 minutes being told that this man is evil. Yeah. When I figured it out, when he didn't want people speaking Spanish near him. <laughs> I know he's bad. I want to watch him get pulled apart by horses. He's a bad person. He's a terrible man. It reminded me of Army of the Dead, where like the one racist character in that, they had to be like, no, really, like he's really, really, ra- he's not like fun racist. He's 100% racist. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's interesting too. I wonder how many of these kind of stories we're going to get about the like the potential of America. I feel like that's the new song 
Mm-hmm. I feel like we just did it in the MCU with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We just did it in the Forever Purge. Uh, I feel like we're doing it in a lot of other TV shows and media. And I'm wondering when we're going to be like, we got it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. I, mean, I think that's just America as a whole. I mean, Hamilton, does that's his whole basis is, is hope. Like you're hoping that, that that there is a better day or a better world ahead of you. Um, and so they're doing that in film time because for the most part, especially the people who are making these films, feel like the world that is exists right now needs a lot of work. And they're not wrong. But, uh, no, and I, I think in a way that's what keeps it relevant is that right. the, the, you know, the, the original Purge movie, everyone I, else is having I this really problem, right? I really wish they would right? just put numbers on it. I really wish We're they would just put numbers Xbox on it. We're on some Xbox Series yeah. S bullshit Because if now. you just call this final, the, the Purge 4 and it's a prequel, I'll just accept that. But you putting it the first Purge just makes every, this harder to talk the about. The Proto-Purge, the Beta Purge, <laughs> the original Purge, Purge Zero, Purge Year One, a lot of prequel options. Yeah. You had to know that I was going to say the first purge, the second purge, the third purge, the first purge, the forever purge. I yeah. mean, come on. But the original purge dealt so interestingly with kind of like with class and the world itself. And that's still kind of baked in it's still racial the themes. Like the, yeah. the, the guy they're chasing around calling the pig is the only non-white character in the movie. Right. It's It's there. Uh, but I'm curious, they kind of keep evolving year by year of what that really means. Like, you're right. We did the, like, the people against Black, the people against Hispanic. I can only assume that we'll do one for any marginalized community. Yeah, like, I feel like, a, like there, I mean, if we're going to continue this, you have to do one with the women, like women being somehow that marginalized group getting more of a, a push. Than- well, now the world is over. Like America has the, that's the, 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 the America has fallen at yeah. the end of this movie. That's, it's yeah. it's done. It's <laughs> like, very much like the end of Planet of the Apes. We're like, oh, the virus is everywhere. The world is done. I was like, well, well, where do we go from here? <laughs> that you know, we're, I feel like we're building a lot of franchises that way now. It's also like it, it started with Man of Steel when we really started analyzing destruction in a movie and being like, well, hold on. And like Godzilla versus Kong, I brought up. Uh, I don't think we did an episode for that, but mm. when it came out, I was like, "We've we've obliterated the East Coast of America and all of Tokyo, yeah. and we've burrowed a laser beam to the middle of the Earth. <laughs> like, what is left? Where, yeah. where are? At least in Independence Day, they blew up the White House, and that was it. Like, yeah. there was an idea of rebuilding. This is like." Everyone's going to close their borders to America. The rest of the world is going to grow. So you either like, is the next one the global purge? Is it the end of the purge? Is it, is another country going to flirt with it? But it's interesting that we keep dealing with like these, these themes of America in this movie and what it really only means for us. And I, I want to see it kind of either push that, that, that to me once you've destroyed America you've pushed the theme of America as far as you can. Correct. <laughs> we've we've now basically stated in our movie that we are going to destroy ourselves. <laughs> John Connor was right in Terminator 2. We are programmed to destroy each other. We're not going to make it. The American dream is over. It's not real, which is a very bleak thing to posit. It is. Um, so I would almost like it if we could make another one that's like, well, now it's just split and there are people fighting against the racists right. and Basically, the people. The resistance, if you would. 
I guess that's what's next, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I don't really know where we go from here or how we keep it relevant to it's always, people. This is an interesting series because t- he, he does they, he does this a lot. It's from the same writer all the way through, but he typically and this is how writers should do. They write themselves basically into a corner, and that's they, that's good writing. Like I'm going to write this as if I'm never going to do this again. And he was for the longest saying that this was going to be the fifth and final the purge, and then all of a sudden Blum and then Jason like, Blum was like, "Why would we we're, ever? We're do going that? to crank out so many of these." <laughs> <laughs> hold on no 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 Whoa. wait a minute sir uh, america might have ended in this franchise but capitalism's still going here baby keep that we are going. doing this every other july 4th do not stop this train <laughs> Whoa! just you wait halloween ends jason's gonna get up and be like hold on no no <clears throat> wait a minute. this we, halloween is over <laughs> we are absolutely not done here <laughs> Um, so I think that's like he he wrote himself into a corner and now he's like, all right, I got an idea for something else. And I don't know what that could be. But like he said, the only thing that I can possibly think of is like it does become a global a global purge. And we're just seeing these factions go from side to side and, and see does does Mexico or Canada get involved where they're like, we're just gonna sit this out. You guys got this. Oh, yeah no 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 i mean if you want to do this accurately the rest of the world has to look at us like we're insane (laughs) there's no other option yeah you have to position this now which is like the one thing we really haven't done we have never really unless i don't remember but we've never really explored like what what other canada makes of all this right yeah, what other countries look at, unless unless the series does, which is something that we I have not seen. I don't think you have either. But yeah, no. that would be an interesting posit because you could almost just sort of like smash TV. We're like, all right, these people are now watching this. Like now, the rest of the world, it's it's gotten so big. U.S. and U.S. basically has a hand in 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 how a lot of countries act and do things anyway. So like, we're now just watching this. And does this us watching this? Does this sort of affect? do we want to adopt this or are we taking some of these ideas into our countries like hey i know we don't actually have this law or rule but what if we started doing some of this purge stuff over here can we can we and and, and where does that go that's where some of the things i would like to see how other countries respond well yeah i i also feel like we would walk it back like i feel like if they do it again and they stay in america it'll be like we voted to keep the purge however murder is no longer on the table Right. Which I, I think will actually make the franchise more interesting because one of the things I liked about the first purge is they were like, people are just getting drunk. Yeah. Like there's people right, are just... because the, the, like you can do all crime and why is like the first purge, like murder is not the first thing people go into. They're going to start doing like, I can walk, I can streak or streaking or pee wherever I want to like, just do the random stuff that like, ah, I can kind of, the inhibitions are gone, but it doesn't necessarily lead to murder. Um, so I'm like, I'm curious then if where we go is we're rebuilding this dream or we just go back in time and we do the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, and we can Correct. see what other people are doing before it got to this level. Right. Because there's a lot of time between the first purge and Jesus Christ, the first purge and the first purge released in theaters. <laughs> like there's a, there's a lot of time between those two. So they can kind of go back if they don't want to go into the corner that they've sort of and i feel like that's how you deal with more interesting thematic ideas like what what about 
affairs could i have an affair during the purge and just be right. like sorry babe purge time right i'm good <laughs> so yeah you know show me some of the like you can still also make them these aren't horror movies anymore they're big action set pieces Correct. with some scary beats so right. show me a, a cross-country heist show me oh, a, say a white collar crime or like somebody's doing like a did like i'm stealing money crypto yeah what does the stock other. market do right. during the purge like it yeah show me these financial people like we've we've been watching these squeezes on reddit all year Show me what they're doing on that day. Are we just selling everything and right. making it all go bonkers? Are we yeah. like what's what else? What other weird crap is going on? Are there any like drug cartels that are like get all? You have twenty four hours to get all the drugs from California to Florida. Mm-hmm. Go right and like who's trying to stop that? Stop and, that from getting into whatever whatever community they have. Like you got twelve like twelve hours to get this here. You got as you can get as much there possibly. And then once it's there, we can't find it. You're good. I was like that. That would be a a wild story to, to put to, to posit because i feel like in most stories when we start dealing with the american dream it's always this like bastardized extreme that becomes well the, white powery yeah <laughs> and i'm like but it has to mean something else too like the the american dream when i was taught it in junior high was like you have a golden retriever and a family and apple pie on the windowsill but there's got to be some like unhappy home and some guy who's like i deserve the american dream so me and my neighbor are gonna swap wives and we're gonna see if we prefer the other family like that would be a weird like yeah like that all all of that stuff comes into play and i remember when this first came out and this the, the whole concept of this that's where my head went. I didn't immediately go to murder. I knew this was going to have some murder in it just because it's a Jason Blum product. Well, they have to add that including murder. Right. So that we all go, oh, it's about murder. They really (laughs) want to, it's not like they were like, all crime is legal. All crime is legal, by the way. Including Britney Spears' conservatorship is going to be over. (laughs) She can get away. (laughs) Yeah, they specifically, and that's one of those ones where I feel like that's a very American thing. Like you can do all of these things, but you can really do this one. You want it. Yeah. I, but I was always more fascinated in doing the other stuff, and then it sort of just has divulged and diluted into more and more just mayhem. Yeah, I want to see like a bunch of weird entertainment industry people be like, "We got to get the rights to Marvel today. We got to get them. Come on, go steal." I don't know if they use deeds for IP law. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's got to be a way. <laughs> just like you know, you just just take somebody like 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 Britney Spears or Taylor Swift who don't own half their music and just be like, today they took their music back. And I'd be yeah. like, yes, <laughs> all the terrible conservatorships are over and people have fled. That would be great. We should be dismantling, focus on other systems that need dismantling. Yeah. Everybody, because then I'm like, what about prison? Like, how does the purge work if I'm already in prison? If I'm already in, yeah. Uh... Could I then tell a story of like, Hey, on the purge, you can break out. And if you like, you know, we're in jail for weed, and now like we should release all those people anyways. Right. Like you they're should just be out. free to go. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was like, yeah, that's a good point. Like, if you break out of prison during the purge, are you just You're good? good? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, there's yeah. got like that's what I would see. I would see some family be like, we're gonna get Roger out of prison tonight. Right. It's going down tonight. <laughs> Or like, and then show me the inverse of that. Like, I'm sure there are cops in that prison who are like, we're going to take some people out tonight. Right. 
the prisons are overcrowded and we can solve it on purge night. <laughs> like, I just feel yeah. like there's way more to do other than be like, the Nazis are here. It, that feels easy. Like, that feels like the easy answer to always say, like, like look, you know, who, you know what everybody hates? Nazis. Well, that's the thing. It's an yeah. easy villain. Correct. We all agree that they're bad. Yeah. Except for the Nazis, and we don't care what the Nazis. Yeah, think. We don't care what they think. But yeah, the uh, second, like in this movie, the second that we had that bald dude in the in the police van with the, the swastika, I was like, oh, I see where this this is. Okay, cool. This that was a tense scene. That was oh, a good was... example of. I was. It really is funny seeing Michael Bay and Jason Blum's producing title World. on the same one yeah, because every now and then you're like that's where jason was on set and then it's like explosions mike's forever. like blow up everything <laughs> how are they going to get out of this police van jason i don't know ask michael oh a grenade should blow it up and it should flip like seven dimes and blow up a neighborhood there was one shot when the truck was just dropped like nothing was happening he just got had like a pretty intense like he was saved his wife from getting killed and he just drives and then just shit just starts blowing up i was like mike stop <laughs> what's happening right now it's uh it's yeah i feel like i feel like the franchise is running out of steam unless they really really do something drastically different so I, i've heard and i haven't seen it but i heard the for like the purge series because I, I only the only reason i know this because i think he was writing it like the Purge series does have like some college folks doing like a scavenger hunt to like steal stuff during the Purge. So I right. know that I know that there's he's positive that he just hasn't put it in the film form. But I was like, I want I want to see that. Yeah, that sounds oh. way cooler. Yeah, like yeah, just start genre mixing. Give me American Pie on the Purge, like, National Treasure in the middle of the Purge. Like, yeah, we're gonna go steal some documents and shit. Let's go. Oh yeah, like there's gotta <laughs> like like how is there not a heist Purge movie? Right. How is and that's that sort of what I think he was trying to like. I I haven't seen it, but I hear that's what sort of took place in season two of the Purge, which I was like, oh, that's that's where it's at. Yeah, that's I'm that's what I'm ready for. I've now witnessed the fall of the country. <laughs> yeah. And again, we're not. They didn't answer this. They walked out and they ended with some telecast, just being like, people are arming up against the purgers. Yeah. Which, which is like, uh, duh. <laughs> which, right, I was like, no shit. But that's just a weird way to end a film because you're like, well, that's that's the movie that we should be watching <laughs> as opposed to what well, we yeah, just like, saw. That's the forever purge. Right. Correct. <laughs> I guess now it'll be called World War Purge. And yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the obvious title for one of these. It is. Uh, but I'll tell you, you look at the box office numbers, and like I get it, pandemic and theaters closed. This is the lowest opening at twelve million dollars, and it uh it just goes down. Well, no, I guess not. That's not entire. Mm, no, it's not true. The first purge is the highest opening at thirty four million. And by the way, election year. Yes. Can we, let's talk about the, the marketing for that first purge was insane oh it was terrifying like, it it was great they had apps where you're like cool join this app and join up for the purge and then like the day before it was coming out they start sending everybody alerts during i was like oh this is well done we just this don't do viral marketing <laughs> no. the way we used to not since like the first it movie have i seen a marketing campaign that's been more unique yeah than the like, movie itself countdown they, i guess had an app I guess yeah. everyone's favorite movie countdown <laughs> the hit film yeah uh but I, I i this has been a weird series because i think the box office it increased for a minute 
with the election wins, and then I think it forever purged. Oh, back down. Again. Yeah, it's it's the purge. Then election year goes up. Anarchy is at twenty nine million, and then the first purge is at seventeen, and then the forever purge is at twelve point seven. But what's more interesting is that every time these movies get a release, it's wider and wider. Mm-hmm. The first. The Purge opened in 2,500 theaters, then Anarchy was in 28, then Election Year in 27, and then 3,000 in the first Purge and 3,051 for this one. So we're seeing an increase in theaters and a decrease in openings. Yeah. And uh, does that change then the lifetime? Not really. Election Year's made the most lifetime at 79 then anarchy okay no lifetime they they have long tails yeah election year 79 71 69 for the first purge so i mean it seems like they stick around a bit when they're when they're out there um maybe fourth of july well i guess usually they're going up against like big tent pole something films. yeah they're like usually the alternate to if you don't want to watch a big blow up thing type of film you're like oh, i'll go watch some and now it's version. sandwiched between fast nine and black widow yeah, that's not a good. That's not a good. T- I, this look. This is going to be a hard year for a lot of films because stuff is stacked. Because a lot of these things have been hanging around for a year before. So if like you, you're like, oh, I got this like one week release window, and then you're like, oh crap, seven days later, uh, the next biggest thing drops, and I'm like, well, I can't make any money now. I'm just screwed. Right. <laughs> it's be, like that's what's gonna, gonna be, have to happen. Yeah, this year's gonna be rough. I was thinking about Candyman the other day in August and I was like, I hope it does well. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot in August of like Suicide Squad, Respect. Like it's just, it, so much stuff that was delayed is now just sitting week to week to week. It's going to be rough for a lot of these movies. Yeah, I can't imagine that everything will do well. No, no. But remember, it's time to get back to the movies. It's it's funny. It's a good time. Like we have, I've, I've been hearing these radio ads for Fast and Furious. Like, oh, come back to the movies for Fast and Furious. And then Marvel has dropped like the first Marvel film back in theaters. It's like, oh, this is what we're doing for the whole year. Got it. Oh, it's gonna be just wait till Halloween Kills rolls around. <laughs> yeah. And unless you watch that trailer and therefore have seen the whole movie. <laughs> okay, I thought it was just me. I'm like, he killing a. I've More like people five died deaths in that trailer than the whole than the, movie. Than the first movie. <laughs> yeah, I was just like. The whole problem with the first movie was people like the body count. I was like, he's murdered everyone in two minutes, and I've seen it. Oh, and we know how he gets out of the house. Right. I've seen the whole first act. Yeah. You might as well just open the hospital <laughs> and just start we know going. We know how he got there. We'll just like, treat that what? as a comic zero, and we're in it. Let's go. <laughs> Crazy. No, yeah, that was the biggest. I saw that during the Forever Purge. It was like, wait a minute. I don't. Do I need to see Can this now? Me? You're giving me everything. <laughs> All yeah. I don't know is how we don't not kill him this time, but we think he stopped. Yeah, because I already know you're doing a third one of these. So whatever happens here, he will be fine. <laughs> I don't think we needed them to even announce a third one before us to know that a third one was coming. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, that's our show, guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Forever Purge, a movie that really reminds us of problems we have as a nation. And instead of positing a fun solution, just goes maybe that's it that's what we do um 
I don't even know if we'll do more of these. I'm sure we will. World War Purge is just a day away. Uh, but we'll see. Of course, you can leave us a review on iTunes. You can follow the show on Hollywood Already Did It on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at As Always Blake, and Terrence is at Terrence Tatum. And we will see everybody next week. Later. Thank you.